Welcome back to For the Love of East Street. I am Randy, and I'm here with my co-host, Donna. Hey. And we are coming to you again from the swamps of Jersey. Like always. <laughs> yes, like always. Today, it's just the two of us. And we're going to talk about some things that we've been having conversations about in the world of Bruce, because we talk about it all the time. <laughs> and um, a few weeks ago, we did an assessment of best and overlooked songs on the first four studio albums. So now we are going to tackle the next four. So we are going to start off today with The River. So Donna, you're going to tell me your the song that you think is the best song on The River and the one that you think is most overlooked. So for me, the best song is Sherry Darling. That's I love that song. I just think that's a, a, a fun song. And um, Overlooked Independence Day. Cool. What do you think? Um, the River... The song, The River, mm. is one of my all-time favorite songs, period. Yes, I do know that. But there are so many good songs on this album. Yes, there are. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is just because of that time in my life when I got turned on to it, you know, when I was first starting to be a Bruce fan. Mm -hmm. I, I also love Out in the Street, which reminds yes. me of my friend um, Eileen, who is the one who turned me on to Bruce, and she unfortunately passed away at the age huh. of 21. Sorry. I also love um, Sherry Darling, and I also love Cadillac Ranch. I think yes. I think somebody, one of our other guests, talked about that. It's just a fun song just to to jam to. Yes, and I think for Overlooked, Drive All Night, just because it's such a beautiful song, and I, I think a lot of people just aren't that familiar with it. Okay. Now, what do you think about Nebraska? My best is Johnny Ninety Nine because it is one of my absolute favorite songs. Um, not so much the um, album version, mm -hmm. but to hear live. Yeah. Love it live. And Overlooked, I like Highway Patrol Man. Mm. I That's do. very funny, because that's the one that I put down as my favorite. Okay. Because as you know, if you've been listening to us, <laughs> Donna and I have spent a lot of time talking about this album, and it yes. forced me to revisit it multiple times <laughs> to kind of get over my previous prejudice. And, um, yes. you know, I know, right? The obvious answer is Atlantic City. That's what everybody would say, right? And I yes. love Atlantic City. It's a great song. I do, yes. But as I've listened to it, you know, a few more times recently, I think Highway Patrolman is just a great exploration into the love of these two brothers. brothers. Yeah. And I think it's also, like you said, the most overlooked as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. Song. Yeah, exactly. It, right, the relationship. Between yeah. The two it's brothers. one of the, <clears throat> excuse me. It's one of those where this could be made into a movie. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Born in the USA. Best. Uh, downbound train. Mm. Love that song. Love it. Love it. Love it. But I actually, I didn't come to love it until I want to say the last few years. I really like I overlooked that mm -hmm. song for many mm -hmm. years. Um, and then everything on the album is pretty popular. Um, but if I had to choose an overlooked, because really nothing is really right. overlooked. Right. Uh, I'm going down. OK. And it's funny because, um, well, you'll hear in a second. So my favorite <laughs> is Bobby Jean. Mm -hmm. because it reminds me of one of my best friends growing up. Mm -hmm. But I also love my hometown because it you know, just reminds me of growing up in Marlboro, which is right next right. to Freehold and all the things that make it feel like my hometown. Mm -hmm. I put Downbound Train for Overlooked because it seems like, because it's not as upbeat as some of the songs on that album, 
it didn't get as much airplay. And I love that line. It's like it's like in the top 50 favorite lines of Bruce songs. <laughs> now I work down at the car wash where all it ever does is rain. Because I think it's so it's so interesting how he uses rain as a symbol in so many songs. Yeah. Just to, just to you know, kind of showcase all these emotions. Right. Uh, Tunnel of Love. Best spare parts. Mm-hmm. Overlooked spare parts. Okay. Like it. I, I was I was gonna say I think a lot of people overlook this album altogether. Because it was not with the band and they you know, people say, Oh, I don't need to hear this music that's all about his breakup with his first wife and I love this album. I love all that heaven will allow. I think it's uh, one of the I best it's the best, best love songs, song. you know, yes. and people most people don't know it. It is um, a beautiful I song. also love One Step Up. I think it's just really uh, just a kind of interesting like dissection into the difficulties of relationships in general. I think that's just overplayed though. I like it. I just kind of it's all right. I love Tougher Than the Rest. I think it's a Uh, great song. It's a great song too. Um, And I would say most overlooked is probably All That Heaven Will Allow just like I think it's my favorite because again most people I just don't think are that familiar with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wanted to talk about the album High Hopes. Yep. So I well from so I did not realize that Tom Morello is on most of the songs on this album mm-hmm. because he was sitting in for Little Steven during the leg this leg of the Wrecking Tour when parts of this album were recorded, right? Um, which I found interesting. Now it it does have his version of. Um, 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 oh God! Why can't I think of the name of the song? Of t- Ghost of Tom Joad. Right. It yeah, just yeah. like escaped me for a second. Uh huh. Um, but I didn't realize that he was on a lot of the other album, the the rest of the album. I don't know. For me, this album is just. I don't know. It. it, it you were. What was the word you used? Disjointed. Disjointed. I think it's disjointed, and it's also got some really, like, sinister songs. Like, Harry's Place kind of freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was also thought was interesting is that he didn't write actually write High Hopes, and he didn't write just like Firewood. Hmm. Um, and down the hole, when I was listening to the album, down the hole... Um, it reminded me of September 11th. Mm-hmm. And then I looked into it more and I found out that this is a song that was an outtake from the Rising album. So now my feeling about it being about September 11th makes total Very sense. Very intuitive. Yeah. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, American, sh- uh, American Skin, 41 Shots. That song just... I don't know. This song just does something to me because I was I remember the shooting of Amadou Diallo and I find the second of verse of this song is absolutely heartbreaking. Like a mother having to tell her son that he shouldn't run from the police and to make sure that they see his hands. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like for a mother. And unfortunately, there are mothers who have to tell their sons that today. And, and that just, and fathers, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I find it's a very powerful song and it's a heartbreaking song. And I think it was also kind of a watershed moment for Bruce, because while he's always been pretty direct about his leanings, if you will. Yes. 
That was a very bold statement that pissed off a lot of police officers. Yes. Who felt it was unfair mm-hmm. and that it was, um, you know, pointing fingers. And, you know, my response to that is, well, they did shoot him 41 times. Yep. So and he didn't have a gun. Right. So if Bruce is going to write a song about it, I'm going to listen to it. And I, I agree with you. It's it's probably one of the um, highlights on that album for me because I loved seeing it in concert. Right. And it hadn't been recorded on a studio album yet. And then right. it came out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the song The Wall mm-hmm. was written after he visited uh, Washington and the um, yeah. Vietnam Memorial. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this song is so sad. Oh, it's awful. I mean, it's just. But then there's Frankie Fell in Love. Right. And that is a fun song and a conversation between Shakespeare and Einstein. Come on. That's why that's why I said to you in the car today that it's so disjointed. It, it just really, yeah. It's like first we're talking about racism and then the Vietnam War yep. and then you know this mafia bar and then we're falling in love and it's just <laughs> unlike most of Bruce's other albums it doesn't have that sense of continuity or you know one long kind of story that relates. I absolutely agree. But when I learned that two of the songs are outtakes and he didn't write two of the other songs, that just kind of made sense that it was so disjointed. And um, yeah, yeah, that's um, it made me feel better. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's funny because when that album came out, it was 2014. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on in my life, but I don't remember really ever sitting down to like, dissect it the way I would any other Bruce album. Maybe I listened to it once or twice and kind of just forgot about it. And I already I already knew the Tom Morello version of uh, Tom Joad from when he was touring. And I knew American Skin. I knew Dream Baby Dream from other shows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since we started this show and we've talked about this a lot, you know, it's made me go back and re-listen to stuff that maybe wasn't part of my regular playlist right and this was one of them and um you know i think it's just one of those things where you you know it doesn't really feel like it doesn't have that same feeling to me that the other albums do and it's not that it's bad it's just it doesn't like the song um heaven's wall which is like, you know, biblical content. Yes. And it almost reminded me of a song I would have heard in Hebrew school. Like it was with the lie, lie, lies at the end. It was just, yes. it was just all over the place. Yeah. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but um, I don't know. It's just, it's just an interesting album. I, I do really like Dream Baby Dream, and I'm glad that they put it on an album. I don't like that song. Oh, I, I just, I mean, it, the only words are Dream Baby Dream. It's got a couple of other lines, but it's basically dream baby dream. Well, I That's got it. I got a dream baby. I got it. <laughs> then you dream baby dream. I am going to. <laughs> um, so one of the other things we talked about in the last or in our last meeting, because Donna and I meet and, and we, we, we go over what we want to talk about in these episodes. This is not just all on the fly. This takes work, it you may, guys. It may sound like it's all on right, the fly, it's but not. it's really not. We really work very work. hard on this. Right. But um <laughs> Last time we were talking about the fact that Bruce references so many um, places in New Jersey in his songs because he's such a Jersey guy. Right. Even though he's lived in California and whatever, he's a Jersey guy. Mm-hmm. And so we were just going to mention some of the places that he talks about in his um, his songs. So you want to start? I have so many. I know we do. All right. So Kingsley Avenue, Asbury Park. Yep. I'm riding down Kingsley, figuring I'll get a drink, something in the night. Mm-hmm. 
What do you got? Well, I know this. This I should really leave this one for you because you I, love it. You probably should. But, um, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it. Go ahead, say it. They closed down the auto plant in Mawa late last yes. late, last month, Johnny ninety nine. How could Mawa. I take that from you? That's your song. Thank you. That's your song, girl. It is. Um, you know, obviously, the song Atlantic City is all about Atlantic City, yep. and that's off Nebraska, and that you know everybody in Jersey loves to hear that song because it's you know part of the state. Right. Um, Randolph Street, yep. which is in Freehold. I was born right here on Randolph Street in Freehold and the song Freehold, yep. which love that song, too. Yeah. I, I Sometimes when I there's a restaurant that we go to in downtown Freehold a lot. It's called El Maison mm-hmm. and it's a great Mexican place. You've been yes, there with I've me. Yes, I've been there. And uh, it's very close to Randolph Street. Mm-hmm. And there are times when. You can see somebody pulled up in front of where the house was, and you know that they're just like Bruce Torres. It's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, I think I told you the story before, but we've, we've met people in Freehold who came to the U.S. from various places to see Freehold, not New York City, which I think is right. really funny. Yes, um, I think it is. The song My Hometown, he talks about Main Street, which yes. is a street in Freehold, which I, that's where the restaurant is. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jersey, the Meadowlands, uh, now my home's here in the Meadowlands from yeah. Wrecking Ball. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, my absolute favorite, uh, Madame Marie. Well, the cops finally busted Madame Marie for telling fortunes better than they do. How many pictures do you have on oh, your please, cell phone please. of Madame Marie's little, little hut? On yep. the boardwalk. Yeah, I mean, it's so a, many, and it's a, just such a genius line. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, immediately that's from Sandy. Yes, <laughs> which is off the wild, the innocent, and the street shuffle because mm-hmm. that's kind of a deep cut, but one of my favorites. Yes, um, Highway Nine on from Born to yep. Run. I, I live five minutes from Highway Nine, and mm-hmm. there's always traffic there, and so I have to put that song on just to get me through <laughs> sitting there because I'm not. I'm definitely not riding down Highway Nine. I'm sitting on Highway Nine. Right, or swamps of Jersey. Mm-hmm. Rosalita yeah, and where we are where we always are <laughs> my machine she's a dud stuck out in the mud somewhere in the swamps of Jersey yeah yeah and then he references the um the turnpike in yep. jungle, jungle land mm-hmm. and Fairview I hear she's got a house in Fairview from darkness correct so many yeah and then there's um 10th Avenue in Belmar which is actually a sh- it's a it's a street mm-hmm. from 10th Avenue freeze out and East Street from both the name of the band and the E Street Shuffle song, also mm-hmm. a street in Belmar. And right. you'll also find people at the corner of 10th and E, because they do right. intersect, taking pictures of that street sign as well, very, very often. Right. Mm-hmm. So Telegraph Hill Road is in Homedale, yep. and it's from the song County Fair, well, Carol's house up on Telegraph Hill. So I have a story about Telegraph Hill. So Telegraph Hill is in Homedale, and I lived in the next town over. And somebody, when I was in high school, Somebody told me Bruce's house is up this street and it was Telegraph Hill Road. So right. when I finally got my license, I used to drive up Telegraph Hill Road every single day. And I was never actually I never actually saw him and I was never really sure that he actually lived there until the book came out. Mm. And then I found out he did. I never saw him. Um, and I don't actually believe the house is there anymore, but I believe that it's the um, house where Darkness, the um, the album cover was filmed. Oh, okay. I think. I'm not 100% on that. Oh. But I did drive up Telegraph Hill Road many, many, many times just to try to get a glimpse. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because Bruce is always around. Like, you know, I would get a phone call from a friend of mine. He's at the gym. Come over. 
to the gym that I used to belong to. And I'd be like, I'm in New York City at my desk at work. I can't. Or I'm at the doctor with my daughter, so I can't. And I never, I, and even if I could, I thought, I'm not doing that because who wants to be accosted when they walk out of the gym and say, hey, can I get a selfie? Like, that's just not my vibe. Yeah. And I just, you know, but you know, it was uh, the Dunkin' Donuts that you and I used to uh, get coffee in at Matawan. in Matawan. Mm-hmm. He goes there. I mean, there's all these places around here that, you know, he just goes because he's a regular guy. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before. It's like, do you want to meet him? Do you not want to meet him? Yeah. I still vacillate day to day. I feel the same way. But I think the quintessential Jersey song is Jersey Girl, right? I mean, yeah. he doesn't specify where except down the shore. Down the shore, but everything's all right. he didn't write Jersey Girl. No, but I'm saying he plays it. Right. And when he says down the shore, everything's all right. No matter where he's playing, especially in yep. Jersey, people go wild. It explodes. Right. It totally explodes. I yeah. mean, we could probably, if we if we dug deeper, come up with more. But that's a that's a pretty decent list, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, come on. There's so much. <laughs> There's so much here. I know. He just he is proud to be from Jersey. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's even more than pride. I think it's like he. I think he said it in one of his podcasts that he just. He never really wanted to to venture too far away. Mm. He just felt comfortable here, you right. know, and I get right. that. It's his home. Yeah, I get it. I do, too. So what song should Bruce cover? It's a really bad um, <laughs> song for him to cover, but I chose it because it's my favorite song, like, bar none in the world, even though it's not a Bruce song. But he could do an interesting interpretation of it. It's a Beatles song, and it's The Long and Winding Road. And I just think it could be either really, really bad or really interesting. (laughs) But I chose it just because it's my favorite song and I'd love to hear Bruce's take on it. What do you think? Okay. So I don't have a song. I have a band. Okay. But I'm a huge Google Dolls fan. Okay. I love the Google Dolls as much as, oh, well, no, I can't say that. Almost, almost as much as I love Bruce. No. So. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't, how do I not I know that? I love the I mean, I knew dolls. you liked them, but I didn't know it was like oh that. Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like you're cheating on us. <laughs> so Me sorry. and Bruce. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't have anything else like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really am a huge um, Google Dolls fan. So I would love to hear him cover anything by them. Oh, that like could be anything. cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about our favorite song from each decade. And that is, I know that's a very tall order, and there are so many. And and the truth is, like, if you asked me again in a week, I'd probably have different answers for every decade, and I'm sure you would, too. Uh-huh. But when we were talking about this, um, you know, last week, I just wrote down the first ones that came to my mind because I thought, I'm going to overanalyze this and be up at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> saying, what is my favorite song from the 70s? So I said, screw it. I'm just going to write down the first thing that comes to me. So 70s. What do you think? All right. So in the 70s, the albums are Greetings, Wild the Innocent, Born to Run, and Darkness. So whose idea, whose stupid idea was this? I think it was yours. It was. Okay. <laughs> and who could choose from those four albums, it's, right? Because those are like my favorite. You always say like, I'm an old Bruce fan. Uh-huh. So these are my four favorite albums. And so I have three songs here, and I'm going to go with Spirit in the Night, and that's my final answer, because if you don't talk soon, I'm going to change my answer. <laughs> so tell me yours. Well, I, I also struggled yeah. tremendously with the 70s yeah. because it's like, what? Right. I picked New York City Serenade, which is really out there. 
but it's it just, is. it's one of those songs that every time I hear it, it still affects me the same way it did way back then. Okay. All right. Maybe because he didn't play it very often in concert. Right. So I didn't have this, like all these memories of hearing it over and over. Just feels really special okay. to me. Well, I wrote Spirit of the Night, Rosalita and Born to Run. Okay. So, but so I chose one. Aren't you proud? Because I always say I can't pick. Yeah, you, Don't did, make me you pick. did pick one. I'm very impressed with you. <laughs> Thank you. What about the 80s? So that is The River, Nebraska, Born in the USA and Tunnel of Love. And I chose Prove It All Night. Good one. What I did chose you get? The River, which is. I know no, that's your favorite. No song. surprise. That's right. one of the top five for right. sure. Uh, what about the 90s? All right. 90s is Human Touch, Lucky Town and Tracks. And it's got to be off of Tracks. <laughs> The other two were okay, but I chose The Wish. And I also chose mine from Tracks, and it was My Love Will Not Let You Down. I love that song, too. Yeah, That's I like a good it a lot. And I'm, I like Human Touch and Lucky Town a They're lot. They're okay. I, yeah. I like them both a lot, but when I was looking at the, um, at the, <clears throat> you know, the song list, nothing jumped out at me any more than anything else so when i went to tracks i was like that's the one right well track well tracks also has so many oh, more so songs many, on it so many yeah yeah so yeah that absolutely. was a hard one too mm -hmm. uh the 2000s all right so those are the albums are the rising devils and dust the secret sessions magic and working on a dream jesus he was busy yeah he and yeah he was very busy in that decade right so i chose off of magic gypsy biker that's a very good one. Yeah. I, I struggled with this one, too, right, but I yeah. ultimately ended up with my City of Runes from The Rising. Okay. Yeah. And All again, right. like, let's do this in three weeks and we'll have different answers. Exactly. What exactly. about the 2010s, if you will? Okay. So those, the albums are The Promise, Wrecking Ball, High Hopes, Chapter and Verse, Western Stars. And I include Letter to You, although it was... Uh, 2020. 2020 yeah. So uh, I wrote The Promise. I, have the, I think The Promise. I did Moonlight Motel, no surprise there. I, that's no surprise at However, all. However, it was tough because I was really like struggling with some stuff off of Wrecking Ball, which is yeah. also, I mean, I love the song Wrecking Ball, yeah. which we've talked about. I did not like it at all. When I first heard it, I was like, this is awful. <laughs> and then I saw him play it at the stadium right mm -hmm. before they were tearing it down. I saw that last and just concert. Something, too, yeah. Just something clicked that night. Now it's like one of my all-time favorites. It's like in my top 10 now. Right. It's just incredible. I was going to do um, If I Were a Priest. That's a good one, too. But, and I do love it. I do, But too. I really like The Promise. The I Promise think, is great. I also think The Promise is older, so I've had more time with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe in a few years I'll feel that way about If I Were a Priest. But, yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we are going to hear a friend of ours he was kind enough to record something for us. Uh, Joey Thompson from Saints in the City is going to play for us Youngstown. Ooh, Take it away. can't wait. Thank you, Joey. Shore. 
stone, pay my children, pay my pay. Them smokestacks reaching like the arms of God to a beautiful sky of certain clay. Joey. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. That's all the time that we have today. Thanks for joining us. Donna and I are very happy to be with you again. Check us out on our Facebook page for the love of East Street. Listen to us wherever we stream, wherever you stream. And thanks again. We are sponsored by Donna J Skincare, an all natural anti-aging skincare company crafted in small batches for purity and potency. Because at Donna J, we believe there is beauty in aging. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good day.